Hi, I'm The Witch, and what you're about to hear is the podcast equivalent of found footage. The recordings are raw, poorly edited, and at times incoherent. I don't fully understand where they came from or even how they got to me, despite the fact that the voice you hear appears to be mine. All I ask is that you suspend disbelief and simply listen to these messages in the hope that we do not face the same fate. Chronicles. Call me Legion. I insist you stay here with me. You will be my honored guests from now until the day you die. Hey, hey, clock watchers. So I came back to the bunker today to find Legion tinkering with my transformer cycle and a live horse, casually strolling around, knocking stuff over like an oversized cat. Legion explained that both were required as we were about to take a trip. I counted with House get fuck sound. As you can guess, he didn't go for it. The short version of the argument that followed was that I ended up agreeing to the trip, and he bribed me with a remote projection unit for Babs that I can wear as a watch. This week's recording is the events that took place. So as they say in the classics... That's right. Alright, so we've arrived at the prescribed location apparently. Why am I recording all this? Well, like any good found footage doco, I need to record every pointless event just in case someone finds my body later. For the record, my name is Witch, and the current timestamp is... Week 14 recording 10315 hour. Now's as good a time as any to test out this remote projection unit. How you doing there, Babs? While I appreciate my newfound freedom, I can currently see the entire contents of your left nostril. We're in one of the few farmhouses that are still standing out in the rural sector. I'm not 100% sure what happened out here, but there's a massive blast radius surrounding the property. Almost like the house landed or appeared here and caused the blast. And right on cue, as I begin to walk around, something electronic is coming to life and lighting up the room at the end of the main hall. Okay, so the device looks like a television with some dude with a mohawk on it just staring at me hey witch it's me darren from the bomb shelter okay that's great darren but how did how did we get here how did you know i was gonna be here wait 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 dude i i don't know what do you mean you don't know really really i don't know i thought you'd have more answers than i have right now this is ridiculous how did you ah it's like he knows what i'm gonna say but it's just a recording, right? Just just stop asking questions and play the tape. You told me you would find it when the time was right. While this comes from the past, you will tell me in your future. You'll know what to do. I hope we talk again. I think I'm beginning to understand how Alice felt. One pill makes you larger and one pill makes you small. It was supposed to be a fun road trip. Ah! 
Where are we? You're on private property. Town's about a mile that way. Now, they're stranded in a desolate town. You people look a little lost. Is there a tow truck service? Nope. We're also looking for some friends in a convertible. We don't get a whole lot of tourists in here. They've been told to leave. I want you on that 8 a.m. bus out of here. You got it? Hey! Now what? But someone doesn't want them to go. No! And for them to stay alive, they must discover the secret of this town's dark mystery. And look evil in the face. I warn you, Sheriff. Children of the Corn 5. Okay, back of the box. Oh. 1998's Children of the Corn 5, Fields of Terror. Six college students take a wrong turn and find themselves lost in a strangely deserted rural town, only to discover that this deceptively quiet place hides a murderous cult of children controlled by evil forces. Yet even as bodies begin cropping up, (laughs) (laughs) pun intended probably, all around them, the young friends decide to stay and rescue the children or die trying. I normally do that bit, but what he said, apparently. Seeing as Darren's just staring at me, I'll do first impressions. Lost in a cornfield. Who rips out roses by grabbing them by the bloom? Instant night time. Wearing a hoodie at night does not help your peripheral vision. Why is there a fire in the middle of a cornfield? Since when does fire squeal? Magic green fire likes gingers, apparently. And one year later trope. So what? You're still staring at me, Darren? Is there something you'd like to add? My first impressions of the movie were mostly just kind of not shock and awe, because I've seen better people in worse films, but I was I was just counting all the all the famous people that were in it famous. for some reason or another. And I know some of them, like, it was Eva Mendez's first movie, so she wasn't good at acting yet. Or at all. But there was Fred the Hammer Williamson from Dusk Till Dawn, Hell Up in Harlem, and Three the Hard Way. Is that the same as MC Hammer? Personal politics aside, he's a shitty sheriff in the movie. Well, duh. David Carradine, adding to his 236 or so film credits as Luke Enright, the the Trojan horse or the figurehead of the, the children of the corn who died in the movie much like he did in real life by his head splitting open and spewing flames at his enemies. Really? Alexis Arquette, pre-sexual reassignment, pre-transition, I don't want to say the wrong term. Sure. As Greg, with one of those penis bull haircuts that ever, a lot of people had in the 90s, and uh, the goatee that a lot of people had in the 90s. Or as millennial shaggy as I called him. Kane Hodder as the bartender in the creepy music stops and everybody stares at you sort of bar that would exist in that town. He, Fred the Hammer Williamson, and David Carradine seemed like they were all trying, or they seemed like they were 
all getting paid competent um at zappa played one of the first people in the movie that you w wish died i wanted them all to die adam wiley the whiny little kid from kindergarten cop has gotten worse at acting and he plays easy the ringer the new uh isaac he sort of replaces the the kid from the first movie that looks like winona Ryder and beetlejuice sure and uh yeah uh my first impressions were just oh that's this is why i haven't watched this movie yet still doesn't explain why i'm here and why you're watching the movie with me apparently and we're back to darren staring at me so what i learned from watching this movie i learned that children of the corn 2 the final sacrifice probably should have been the final sacrifice but they made like five more movies oh you did want to speak really can't get used to this there's someone out there in the dark trope. More proof, gingers are soulless demons. Gingers have soul. Vinyl Veronica points the way. Dead friend in a can. City folks don't read warning signs. Breaking and entering is fine if no one is home. Allison is a dumbass who walks towards dangerous random sounds. Guess they found Charlotte and Leslo. Well, some of them anyway. Always squeeze out the trash bag, the super official looking trash bag, when dumping out body chunks into the back of a pickup truck. Could be missing vital clues. City folk don't understand the ways of the corn god. Tall angry teen is tall and angry. Uh, stay out of Riverdale. Kia is cult bait. Most unsubtle coded message ever. I learned that it's if you are that guy in the movie that won't it won't listen to the girl when she keeps saying that she's not interested in you, you might get killed underneath the station wagon by a oddly attractive crazy girl with a drill and her weird friend with a blowtorch. Adults are evil. Kia is a dumbass. You you can run, but you can't hide. Possessed Ranger likes to look up Key's dress. Twisted ankle trope. Metal silo railings break away like wood, and then they replace themselves. Silo safety is important. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. The firemen in this town have the most flammable clothes I have ever seen in my fucking life. And I learned that David Carradine's head can split open and shoot flames. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire! Questions I asked myself after watching this movie. I'm guessing you're just gonna chip in whenever you feel like it, Darren. Who eats dinner and drinks in the dark? Does it really take ten kids to kill one old lady? That seems like poor planning. Who wanders into a cornfield and starts stealing corn? Charlotte. Has, uh, has any movie that started with friends traveling across the country and going out in the middle of nowhere to scatter their friends' ashes and say goodbye, has, has one of those movies ever turned out well? Why isn't this called Teens of the Corn? Is the rubber doll getting thrown on the windshield of the car an homage to the, the first movie where the real kid gets thrown onto the windshield of a car? Why doesn't Jerry's beheading axe have any blood on it? 
Who eats dive bar hot dogs? How is it 8pm? It's practically broad daylight. Who has perfect hair after sleeping rough or even sex? Why are they still staying in the house they broke into? Where do farm hillbillies get a Gurkha knife? I still don't know what Alexis Arquette meant by saying, I've got your turtle flame right here. I, I don't know, I, that lost me. And what does this say need? Oh, I know, deathbed exposition. I learned not to really ask too many questions of this movie because it's doing all it can. I wouldn't say it fought a noble fight, but it exists. Final thoughts. I'm going to say nothing for a second and see if Darren magically begins to talk. I guess my final thoughts for this movie would be it's not the worst Children of the Corn movie, but it's at least the third or fourth worst. Okay. Hey, Kia. I got your eternal flame right here. Possessed Ranger Death Cult. Ginger have souls. You don't know me. <laughs> Ginger people do have souls, alright? Die, you little redheaded freak. I don't know why they cut out the sex scene or the sex scene that gets talked about that every time they talk about it, I check to make sure I hadn't zoned out and missed it. Allison is one lucky dumbass. Apparently, getting stabbed with a meat hook doesn't hurt for long. Ranger is dead. We can all go home. Here, let me take your baby away, silly team. And, more proof, redheads are soulless. This baby is possessed. Okay, Darren, if I were to randomly say to this recording, what's your uh, review of this movie? I think, like I said before, that this 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 wasn't the worst Children of the Corn movie. It's It's not in the top... It's not the top two, definitely, and... I really think it's not in the top three. The acting by the established actors was good, especially considering the script or the storyline. The acting by the young actors was young actors getting started out in horror movies as best they could. Hopefully they did as best they could because it wasn't that good. It's... I, I think they were beating a dead horse by this point and they did it three or four more times. Turn of the Corn 2, The Final Sacrifice should have been the final sacrifice and that one i only remember fondly because i feel like there was a hot girl in it and i was young enough that that was all i needed thanks a lot witch this this was fun i hope some of it gets to you i got it i don't understand it but i got it i hope some of it makes sense and i hope some of it is what you were looking for i guess at some point in the future i'm going back to the past i don't know only time will tell as always the final word goes to Babs. What's your verdict, Babs? There is a reason why there is always corn in your bowel movements. It belongs there. Bad movies. The world is full of them. From low-budget crap fests to downright unwatchable. And only two men are willing to watch them all. So climb in and take your seat. This is Short Bus Cinema. Let's do it. Hey everyone, this is Johnny Krug from Kruger Nation. And this is Rick Morgan from the Helming Power Hour. And we have decided to team up and take you where no one has gone before. We're on a quest to find the world's worst movie, and we're doing it on the bus. 
Driving through cult classics in every genre to find the holy grail of bad movies. So if you're looking for something different and more fun than you can stand, then climb on in. Short Bus Cinema is a proud member of Legion Podcasts. That's right, yo. Short Bus Cinema. We'd love to watch the movies you hate. Which I hate to tell you this, but there is something in the bunker again, and I think it has come through the waste disposal, and it is getting bigger by the minute. Shut it down! Shut it down! There you have it. I'll continue to post these transmissions to the usual range of podcast sources as I receive them. If you'd like to review old transmissions or discuss the conspiracy with other believers, we have a Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash groups slash witch versus the doomsday clock. You can also contact me on Twitter and Facebook as the witch, which is T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers.